Blog Talk Radio. business coach and a woman of God. 
This is the day that the Lord has made, and she will rejoice, prosper, celebrate, and be glad in it. I give to you the amazing Miss Sandra Robinson. So glad to have you here tonight. Yeah, yay. I'm happy to be yay. here. Excited. All right. Amen. All right, Wonderful. all right. Now, my, my yeah. next guest is an alumni of Gordon University and Clemson University, business entrepreneur, Forex recruiter, and day trader that inspires young entrepreneurs and seasoned entrepreneurs to explore niche business opportunities like import-export products to sell online in major marketplaces and liquidity investments like foreign exchange currency and commodities trading. She's a Forex advocate who truly believes that everyone should learn how to trade foreign currency. She believes this is the hidden key to great wealth and success. The wonderful and powerful woman of God, Mrs. Valerie Montgomery Orr. So glad to have you here tonight. Yay, thank you. I'm celebrating my family. Thank you, guys. All right. All right, all right. Yes, yes. All right, well, we're so... So glad to have y'all here tonight in the studio. Come on, let's celebrate these ladies. Come on, give it up for them. Come on, come on. Thank you. Thank you. All right, powerful. Listen, I'm going to jump right into it. Uh, I I thank God for you women. I thank you women and individuals, you ladies. If you would, why would, why, um, if you would, why you categorize yourself, and why I'm sorry, why would you categorize yourself as a successful, purpose-filled woman for other women, and what has positioned you to prosper? Did, did I say it right? Okay, how do you want it to go? You want Sandra to go or Val? Yeah, who, whoever feel it, I, you, you can go first, uh, Sandra, uh, Val. Go ahead first. Okay, well, you know what? It's just interesting that you mentioned purpose-filled woman because. <laughs> If the truth be told, our entire lives is purpose. Our purpose mm-hmm. basically is why we exist. I mean, we're either purpose for good or bad things, right? So we as women and people have that choice to make. And I just brought mm-hmm. the scripture. Scripture just came to mind to me, Jeremiah 1 and 5. The Lord said, before I formed thee in the belly, I knew thee. And before yes. thou camest forth out of the womb, I sanctified thee. And it also says, and I ordained thee for a prophet into the nations. So he already had an assignment. He already had a position. So when we enter into the earth realm with a purpose, I like to call it an assigned design purpose for our life. So Mm -hmm. we come in with a purpose, and when we're here in this realm, we are called and we are equipped to fulfill that purpose. Mm -hmm. So and that's part of the Positioning us to prosper because that's a very part and key in being positioned to prosper is your purpose and knowing your purpose. That that's that's exactly mm-hmm. what I was thinking when you were saying that we are we are we are already purpose filled. That I think that's what separates you and Sandra Part is that you know your purpose because there's a lot of people mm-hmm. that are purpose filled but they kind of mm-hmm. walk around not knowing it. You know. Yeah, and sometimes sometimes women. Really, truly don't know. I'm just going to talk about women um, for a second. This is Sandra. They don't know what their purpose is. That's why you got to get in tune with God to understand who you are, number one. And number two, to know, get from him, from God, to know what your purpose is. Sometimes you might find out later. I mean, you might find out in the beginning or maybe later on in life. But if you if you tap into what what God is speaking to you, you probably will find out early on what your purpose is in for life, and then you'll begin to operate in the purpose that God has for you mm-hmm. as a woman. Well, you know what I, I believe in that it, as a woman, as an individual, if the earlier you tap into your purpose, the better off you're going to be. I, I knew yeah. early on in my life that I knew early on in my life that I was going to be a preacher. I didn't. I knew that it was there, but I, you know, I had to yeah. that life. I, I, you know, mm-hmm. but while I while we're young, we catch glimpses of that, of that trajectory yeah. of where we're going yeah. to be. You know, Miss uh, mm-hmm. Robinson, uh, why would why would you categorize yourself as a, a successful, purposeful woman? Well, because like you said early on, 
kind of had a glimpse of it because at five, I think this thing, this this would pass down to me because um, I was just reminiscing, maybe, all, I reminisce a lot about how I got into entrepreneurship. I remember mm-hmm. at four and five years old, my grandfather, he was an entrepreneur. So that was like embedded inside of me. And he had multiple businesses. So at five, I would see him go and trade, and um, he was he was a builder. He was building um like porches for people. He owned real estate. Um, mm-hmm. back in the sixties, I was born in the sixties. So you talking about a black man was born in eighteen ninety six and didn't couldn't read or write. But owned businesses, multiple businesses. Like he had a cafe, he owned real estate, um, he also had a construction company. So I feel like to answer your question, that was embedded in me at a young age. So then that just stayed with me throughout my adulthood and then when I became an adult, that's what made me want to have my own business. Oh, that's powerful. I don't have to ask my big brother the question because he he's a successful businessman and he had a few uncles who were entrepreneurs. You know, anyway, <laughs> they were entrepreneurs. They had entrepreneurial spirit. They had entrepreneurial spirits. You know, we had them kind of uncles who had entrepreneurial spirits. They was out there hustling, boy. But we were we talking about legitimate legitimate practice. <laughs> oh, thank you, thank you, thank you. Miss <laughs> Orr, who who has been influential in helping uh, build build you? Who has been influential in your life in helping to build you as the woman you are today? To be quite truthful, new influences come into my life every day because I'm always mm-hmm. positioning myself to get knowledge. So every mm-hmm. day as I'm listening and out networking and meeting people, I have new influences in into my life every day. But if I had to sum it up, Wait, 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 I'm sorry, I'm sorry, I'm, I'm sorry, Can, did you, are you saying that you grow every day, is that what you're saying? Exactly. Oh my God, that's you so, far. okay, go ahead, go ahead, go ahead, I just wanted to hear you that. You know, the go point of, of networking with people, meeting people every day, reading new books every day, getting new information, you know, the internet makes it re- really available for us to get new information every day, you should be influenced by something new every day, something should be catching your yes. eye, you should be getting yes. new information, yes. a new person to follow, because you have seasons mm-hmm. with people, when you meet mm-hmm. people or mentors mm-hmm. coming to your life, it's normally a season, but let me just mm-hmm. get back to the point I was making, if I had to say the top three influences, of course, God and the Holy Spirit that's within it's first because the Holy Spirit definitely influences me and helps me make decisions every day, not just business decisions, but everyday decisions. The number two person would be my husband. My husband is definitely my business mentor, my spiritual mentor, um, and he's there for my emotional support. And number three, I'm going to point out a couple different people. My current pastor, who's Dr. Mike Murdoch, um, he's we call him the wisdom pastor at the wisdom center here in Texas. And then um the late Randy Hall, Ty Lopez, you guys may have heard of Jewel Tankert, um, Gary Cassie, and of course I love Oprah Winfrey. I love her quotes and following her. <laughs> okay. okay. Oh wow. That's yep. a, uh I I love that eclectic. What about you, uh, Sandra, Ms. Robinson? Who has influenced and helped yeah. build the individual that you are today? Um, I'm picking back off of what my sister said. Uh, first, most importantly, God and the Holy Spirit, because He leads and guides me every day. And um, I would say, you know, I just said earlier, um, my my grandfather was a part of it. Mm-hmm. Then, as I grew up, my my parents, because my parents had multiple businesses, they had janitorial mm-hmm. um, businesses, and they also um, had some other business growing up along the way. But I would have to say Val and I went to the same church, um, the late um, Dr. Randy Hall, um, my mm-hmm. pastor. He had a lot of influence over me for 20 years. He believed and he talked about faith and, um, you know, uh, building your businesses mm-hmm. or whatever you put your hand to do. 
in mm-hmm. life and be successful in it to do it. And then also, I've been, I had an opportunity to meet Val's pastor, Dr. Mike Murdoch, which he has imparted a lot of wisdom. So I would say these people had the influence in my life. Oh, wow, that's powerful. Hey, we got to go to break. Yeah. But before we do, Big Brother, I want to know, who influenced and helped build your life to the man that you are today? Well, right quick, like you said, of course, uh, always uh, God, the Word. And um, as you said, my uncle, they played a real key part in my life, you know. Right. And um, I, I learned to read um, a lot of books. So Jim Rohn, uh, Brian Tracy, just uh, some of them guys, of course, Les Brown, uh, Delator McNeil, mm-hmm. um, a lot of guys who just have just imparted from being sharing. Like I said on YouTube, you can get a whole tutorial. <laughs> but, uh, yeah. yeah, that's the name of you. Amen. Hey, listen, y'all hang on. Y'all, we're going to come right back to tonight's Strength from the Lions Den. I'm your host, Apostle John L. Solomon. We're talking to Miss Sandra Robinson and Mrs. Valerie Orr, and of course, my big brother on the side, uh, Prophet Philip Reed, Mr. CEO. We're going to be right back. Y'all hold on. Don't go nowhere. Have you priced commercials lately? Advertising can truly break your budget. At Win, we eliminate the most common hurdle to advertising. Advertise with Win to reach potential customers locally, nationally, and internationally for as low as $150. Yes, that's right. $150 per commercial. We Inspire Network Radio is a new and rapidly growing online radio network that boasts of dynamic seasoned show hosts who are drawing audiences from across the nation and abroad. Africa, Australia, Scotland, Canada, just to name a few. We also have the technical capabilities to advertise your products and services through sound bites, slideshows, and more. No long-term contracts. You pay per show. Advertise on WIN, and you are sure to be a winner. For more information, call us, 201-477-0469. Email Annie Bell at wealthmanagement-fs.org. Come on. Now you see, faith is the oxygen that will breathe life into your dreams. Yes. And your enemy, this world will do everything in its power to inject and impregnate you with this deadly disease called doubt. Now let me get in your ear for a minute. You see, doubt produces hesitation. And hesitation is a dream killer. So you must uproot and annihilate all traces of it from your life. You hear me? Faith is the only language spoken in heaven. Therefore, it's the only language that the universe yields to. Depends on how fluent you become in it. That's right. And I'm gonna leave you with this. Remember, begging doesn't move God. Faith does. So don't give up on that dream. All right, we are back. Straight from the Lions Den. We thank you so much for being here tonight, Pastor John L. Solomon. Tonight, 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 we're talking about being positioned to prosper. Man, we got some powerful women on board tonight, Miss Va- Miss. Miss Sandra Robinson and Miss Valerie Orr, and my big brother on the side, Philip Reed, Mr. CEO, and we're talking about position to prosper. And when we left, they were sharing about who has influenced them, of course, the Lord and Savior, and the people walking in these earth suits who have touched our lives. I want to know, um, I'm going to start with you, Miss Robinson. Uh, what's your philosophy for living life to the fullest? You know, bringing out your best you, your full potential. First of all, that's a good question. I I wake every day that God allowed me to wake up in the morning. I always um, think about what 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 I'm going to do and how I'm going to do it. Because I just first of all, I just wake up and I listen to the Holy Spirit to lead and guide me and for my particular day on what I'm going to do. And then secondly, I kind of like jot down. Some things that uh, that come to mind that would help me to move into what I'm trying to do in my business, how I can help others in my business, what my future plans are, 
um, as far as what I'm trying to do as far as help the community. So I'm always thinking about what I'm going to do and how I'm going to do it. Okay. Well, is that the same philosophy you use to make your business successful, or is there was it different? Yes. Because I am, I'm a perfectionist for everything I do in my business. If I have somebody working in my company and I train them, I want them to carry the same type of way that I have as far as training. Um, and, and if that's cleaning, for example, it always been janitorial. So when I go into a building and I have a training class on that, and I train you this way, I expect for each and every one of my employees to go in the same way and keep that mm-hmm. same vision of the company with them. You know, mm-hmm. we want to do excellent work oh in, our, in our clinic. That's it. That you have to set wow. a standard for excellence in order for others to follow. Yeah. Uh, uh-huh. Mrs. Orr, we're so excited. I, I'm so excited. I, I love how you pour out the scriptures, and I know that's a foundation in your life. So I, I, I'm, I'm excited to hear or interested to know what's your philosophy for living life to the fullest to bring out your best potential. First thing I say, you need to have a plan from the man. Um, the man upstairs <laughs> I'm talking about from God. You've got to have a plan. I mean, I'm going to give you guys three keys. I like to give these keys, three keys that sum up the philosophy of my life. But you've got to have a plan. Everything starts with a plan. So the first, the most important thing that I would say to anyone listening out there, cease every God moment. And what I mean by that, these are doors of opportunity. This takes you from one season to another. This is really acceleration. If you're able to discern and seize the moment when you're dealing with people or when an opportunity comes, then you're going to set yourself ahead. You're going to have your path ahead of everybody else, and that's one of the best ways to get out of the rat race. And that's the philosophy that I use, seize moments of opportunity when they come. Now, number two, you need to be an avid protector of your time. Now, never leave your family behind or miss spending quality time with your family, but you need to schedule it. So anyone that's going into, I think that's going to be what we're going to talk about next, is wealth building, wealth creation. You have got to be a protector of your time. You've got to learn yes. how to master time management. Yes. And so that's number two of what I like to do. And number three is just something that I've recently started employing with myself, and it's be kid-like. And what I mean by that. Laugh, play, you know, enjoy yourself. Mm-hmm. If you know you're going yeah. out throughout the day, get some bubbles, blow it, you know, relax. Mm-hmm. This keeps you alive and keeps you healthy. So I, mm-hmm. these are three components that I incorporate within my life, and these are my philosophies to keep thriving and surviving. Oh, wow. Mm-hmm. Val, Val, I want you to touch on that second one about protecting your time because I've I've met a lot of people who they want an extensive use of your your time pro bono. My my big brother he yes. always said no. He he said no freebies. But isn't it disrespectful to a degree you want people to do everything for free? It depends on the I situation. Want to but the answer overall question is yes, it is disrespectful. <laughs> but it depends on if this person is worth my time and my investment. So uh, just to, to tell you, yes, if someone's just trying to get you to do something pro bono all the time or just pulling on you, um, you don't want to um, cast your pearls on swine. So I think mm-hmm. that you need to be very protective, like I said. So you need to be able to discern each situation. Whatever the situation is that you're dealing with this person in, you need to see if that's profitable for you. And if it's not, say no. It doesn't matter if it's a believer and it doesn't matter who you're dealing with. I mean, because if you're not protective of your time, then you're not going to invest your time in the right places. And, you know, that can be detrimental to your business, to your health, um, to your family. So we have to be very protective. If you notice and you study any wealthy person, some of the wealthiest people in the world, um, Bill Gates, Warren Buffett, um, just many others, one of the biggest things that they, even Dr. Murdoch, Dr. Mike Murdoch, one of the biggest things they'll tell you about is your time. You yeah, have to right. learn how to be very protective of your time. 
And you got to find out that each person you're dealing with or each investment you're going into, is this worth my time? Is this profitable? profitable for me, not necessarily financially, but in whatever area. Is this profitable for me? Can I pick, can I say something too? Also yes, go, yes, please. Yes, I, yes, go ahead. Okay. One thing that I try to stay away from is distractions because a lot mm-hmm. of times in, yeah. in, in business, yeah. people yeah. want to pull on you, especially when they, they see you in that type of well, Sometimes in the type of business they're in, or if they see you in type of business, period. And a lot of times they really don't. They don't want anything. They just want to take up your time and just get mm. get information, or they want you to provide services or products for nothing. They want you to do it for nothing. That could be in the church or out of the church. I have experienced that over the years. Um. You know, because my business was a multi-million dollar business, and I mm-hmm. had people that would come to me, and they wanted wanted me to teach them how to be in the janitorial business. I had no problems with it because another thing, people would sometimes make promises. And I don't, you know, making promises that you don't, don't make promises that you can't keep. That's what I want to say. Mm-hmm. If I want to provide a service to you or to help you, I'll do that, but don't don't expect for me to continue to do that and, you know, take up a lot of my time doing it, and you want me to do it for free because the knowledge right. that I have in that particular category, um, it, it would cost. It would, you know, cost in certain parts of it. So, I mean, I just say don't allow yourself to be distracted. Your time is important. You got to set boundaries when it comes to your time. Mm. Wow. That's powerful. Yeah. Awesome. awesome. Mm-hmm. awesome. Well, um, ladies, you ready? This yeah. is co-host ready? coming at you. Yeah. Next question. Miss <laughs> uh, Orr. You can start off Miss Orr. How would you define being independently wealthy coupled with wealth creation what avenues have you discovered that sets that up, Ms. Orr? You can start with that one. That's a good question. So let's just first define what independently wealthy means for those that's listening out there. Um, um, it's a person that, does, that do not need any financial support from others or income from employment. So once you've got to that status where you don't need any financial support or you don't require employment in order to have wealth, then you are considered independently wealthy. Now let me you take a look re- and break said, down what you said. Don't require you. You said don't require employment. Correct. Don't okay, require in, income. Let me mention that again. Don't require income from employment. Okay. Okay. Good. Good. That's the like definite. That. And I actually looked. I actually looked these up. <laughs> yes. <Yeah, so laughs> that is actually. There you go. I see that. Yeah, I did my homework a little bit. So that actually Uh, is the definition of being independently wealthy. Uh Now, let me tell you about wealth creation. Wealth creation basically is using other people's money. Now, we see wealth creation used a lot in real estate investments and things Mm -hmm. of that nature. So now let's go on to the next part. Now, you're asking me what did I discover or you said have you discovered that set – well, what set that up? So the first thing I'm going to say – is a plan of action. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You got to have a plan of action. And one of the things that I do as part of my plan of action package, I get knowledge, like I told you guys, by reading, networking, okay. watching, visual. So that's a lot of ways I acquire knowledge. I also have training. If it's a specific area that I'm trying to go into as far as investing, or being an entrepreneur, I do mm-hmm. training. And the next thing I'm going to say, I inquire um, information, education. And one of the biggest things I always tell people that you want to have is a focused, localized skill set. Now, mm. that skill set could be, you know, for me, it's going to be trading, being a foreign exchange day trader. For someone else, mm-hmm. it could be learning the proper um, skills that it requires to be a plumber or a technician or a doctor or a lawyer. 
So those are very important to me. Um, now, I'm seeing people become independently wealthy trading. That's one of the biggest ways that I've seen it just come through recently with my own eyes is trading. Because okay. over time, people are able to generate enough money where they do not need financial support from others or institutions. Now, okay. wealth creation in some cases is not needed or it's not the only source. I mean, like I said, going back to real estate, real estate is mostly acquired through wealth creation. But if you are trading, you can actually go out and pay cash for that home after you acquired mm-hmm. and saved up for a amount of yeah, time. Yeah, or yeah. you can inject a very sizable down payment so you're not going now, my- back to needing to go borrow money. Miss mm-hmm. Miss Orr, when you said trading, you're talking about um, currency, trading currency. Correct. So I, I would That's trade. Exactly what I'm talking I would trade about. The do- I would trade the dollar on the, the say, yen. That that's exactly trading the dollar, major and minor currencies here. So yeah, trading the dollar with the Canadian okay. dollar or the Australian uh-huh. dollar. Now, now the training. Some would say that training is very expensive, and you would have to do years of college for that, correct? Correct. That is very correct. However, there are programs out there that you can take online, which are a fraction of the cost. Oof, I'm glad you said and that, because I was, hoping I, was, I was hoping I was wrong. I was like, wait a minute, I'm supposed to be wrong here. Good. That's good. Go ahead. Go ahead and break that down. <laughs> well, let me tell you. Let me tell you. Learning how to trade foreign currencies and commodities. I do commodities as well. Gold, silver, U.S. oil, um, U.S. crude oil, U.K. crude oil. So I also do, me and my husband, we also do commodities as well. Now, Usually to go into training like that, it's about $5,000, and university training is about the same for courses as well, too. Mm -hmm. But Mm -hmm. now for retail day traders, which are everyday traders like I am, there are Mm -hmm. online classes that you can take that are as superior as that kind of training where you can learn to train, learn learn to trade like like the pros. Mm -hmm. Wow. That's powerful. Yeah, right. We'll Robinson. talk about that later. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Okay, Ms. Robinson. Okay, yes. Go ahead. I'll repeat okay. the question for you. Go ahead. How would you define being independently wealthy, wealthy, coupled with wealth creation, and what evidence have you discovered that set that sets that up? Uh, there's three things I I've uh, found out. Uh, planning, education, and mentorship. Mm-hmm. I feel like you need those three things. Um, when I started out, it was a plan. I didn't just, it was just a thought, and then I written down a plan. And then after that, I executed with, um, with education. And as I began to journey into the business, I had mentorship. So the person that was mentoring me, he said, if you take down what I'm saying and you follow these steps right here, you will be successful. Not only that, you would take over all the countries that I had. And would you believe that I got every country that he had? Because, first of all, I listened to what he said. He was my mentor. So I'm I'm saying when me and my husband started out, we started out, number one, by faith. We both walked off our jobs at the same time by faith. We, um, we We just prayed, and God answered us. Um, we picked up within that period of time after walking off that job. Um, we picked up three contracts, which at that time made us three thousand dollars within maybe two or three weeks' time. And then as we go along, I'm just gonna make this brief. Uh, we picked up seventy-two properties, which I couldn't even count all the zeros that it was worth. Wait, so, wait, wait, um, wait. He was, you said all the zeros. I couldn't count all the zeros. You couldn't because, mm-hmm. I mean, it was millions of dollars. It was it was just a, the mentor that taught us, I got all this contract, which was worth millions of dollars. 
So it puts you in a different type of bracket, a different type of mindset of what what you want to do next. Because one one thing I come to find out too, when that was dropped in my lap, you got the plan for it. Mm-hmm. Just because I know a lot of times people are like, I want to be a millionaire, I want to be a millionaire. Okay, but it's got to be planned out. You got to be educated on it because you can easily slip into something or you can lose it all. And, you know, it can, that type of wealth, it can overpower you. So you got to stay balanced in it. You always have to have whatever you're doing. And like to me, you have to have it set up in a category and just follow it. Amen. Well, hey, I'm true. That's truly a blessing. I, I'm ready for God to overpower me with wealth. I think my mind is ready. <laughs> Listen, yeah. this is Apostle oh, John oh. Solomon. You tu- you're tuned in to Strength from the Lion's Den, and we're powered by We Inspire Network Radio. Shout out to BJ Lloyd, Beat, the COO, and the CEO, Andy Bell. We just thank God for y'all yeah. keep doing what you're doing. Yeah. Tonight, inside the Lion's Den, we're talking about. Uh, Positioned to prosper. We have with us tonight Miss Sandra Robinson, business coach, and Mrs. Valerie Montgomery, or uh, business coach, entrepreneur, a uh, forex trader. She, man, they just do they just do it all. I can go on and on. Somebody give me somebody give me a scroll so I can keep going. Hey, um, hey now my my, uh, my big brother is an entrepreneur, and this this man he lives by faith. I mean, he lives by faith. And Sandra, when yeah. you said you and your husband y'all left the job at the same time, that not mm-hmm. only took faith, but that took some courage and some boldness. Yeah, yeah. Now, when you start talking, and my big brother knows, when you start talking about the entrepreneur spirit, I mean, mm-hmm. especially to especially to working nine to five folks, a factor mm-hmm. emerges. <laughs> a factor emerges that can be hindering. When you start talking about this type of entrepreneurship, you know, especially when you start talking about finances, what have you discovered? What factors have you discovered that un- that merge when you start talking about uh, finances and entrepreneurship and lead a job and uh, as uh, as Ms. Orr said, get out the hellhole? What 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 happened? Uh, well, well, like that word. Well, one of the things, like I said just a minute ago, um. We we just made we touched and agreed. We touched and agreed that we did not want to work for nobody. We wanted to be in our own business and then we just asked God to open the door. And he opened the door for us to move out of those jobs. And when we moved out of them jobs, we did not look back. For twenty years we have been working for our for ourselves for over 20 years. We didn't work for nobody else. Now, to the natural mind, it might be fear of um, stepping out like that, just leaving that, just leaving your job. Fear could, could play a factor in it. And um, I'm not going to sit down here and say that at some time we wasn't afraid. But the right thing now. about it is I was just, I was just driven because number one, I trust what what the word of God said, and I hmm. and I just kept my faith and believed that He was going to supply because of what we had said to Him. And so hmm. when you when you step out and you doing something and you believe and trust that God is going to bring you through, it should not bother you. But I understand to the natural to the natural mind. Oh, yeah, no, I'm not going to leave my job. But I found out that it was hard trying to work a job, 9 to 5, 8 to 4, 30, high up, and then have your own business. Because I tried to do that, too. And it, it, it was just too much. So I just decided that, no, I'm just going to step out on faith, and we're going to do this thing, and we're just going to keep on doing it. Mm-hmm. And that's basically um, how I felt about it. Um, mm-hmm. Yeah, and and that's it. Unless you want me to go in the further on it. Wow, that's amazing. We we thank God for that. And, and that's that's it right there. Uh Dr. Orr, I want I want Dr. Orr, I don't made you a doctor, but I just I just I don't give I don't give you a doctoral degree on the air. 
Uh-huh. I want to know uh, what are what are your top tier values that you get, that give you the energy to go for the life that you desire, and in the same voice, if you could speak on your forex trading and your uh, foreign currency trading, and uh, a little bit of the uh, what's that the crypt the crypto currency. Okay. Well, let me just go back back up. I want to answer your other question a little bit, then I'm going to go over into what you just asked me for. I want to piggyback off of what Sanders said about fear, because that is one of the bigger hindrances that goes between working folks, like you said, entrepreneurship, because people mm-hmm. got to understand, in order to be an entrepreneur and a successful entrepreneur, you got to be a risk taker. That's what yeah. we are, entrepreneurs are risk takers. Anytime you're taking on a new project, you're going into a new venture, you're making a new deal, sometimes it's uncertain and you've got to be a risk taker. A lot of people mm-hmm. are not risk takers. So, you know, like she said, growing up in a family, seeing my grandfather and parents be entrepreneurs and um, the co-host talking about his uncles were entrepreneurs. I'm sure they've seen their, the highs and lows of having your own business, being a business yes. owner. So you have to have the guts to go out and want to be a risk taker. Now, going back to um, your other question about what are some of the things that give me energy, some of my top-tier values, was that the question? Yes, that's correct. Okay. Yes. Well, some of the things, all right. <laughs> well, my number one thing for my value belief, once again, my religious belief is um, – Jesus Christ, and the scripture yes. says, I can do all things through Christ who strengthens me. And one thing that's really important about that scripture is that a lot of times we try to do all things through our power and our strength. Mm. Sometimes we don't even recognize it because we think it's the Holy Spirit that's orchestrating us, that's motivating us to go this direction or that direction, but it's not. But we have to realize that we have to rest and we have yes. to lie, rely on Jesus really get in tune with what the Holy Spirit is telling us and let him carry us through the process because it makes everything work out correct and make everything come out correctly and make it be a smooth process. But when we start getting into there trying to do stuff, and a lot of times I'm starting to realize what people, really believers I'm talking to in the body of Christ, a lot of times we don't realize that we're stepping in our own way. And a lot of us are getting blinded. We're thinking it's the Holy Spirit, but it's really our spirit is us is telling us to do something. So we need to be very mindful of that. And another thing that's one of my top tier values is just being um that gives me the energy to go for this life that I desire is to be a kingdom builder. I call myself God's kingdom builder girl. I want to build the kingdom of God. I want to be able to provide finances. If I go to a church and there's a need I want to be able to write that thousand dollar check I don't want to have to put yeah. on a payment plan mm-hmm. I don't want to have to go back And fast about it I want to be able to be able to hear God When God say go do this Go do that I am financially as well as my My body in good health I'm able to go ahead and uh, make those Choices and make those decisions And going over to Forex being a foreign exchange Trader that's one of the things That it allow you in your life to do once you are trained and you become a skilled trainer, now it's not a get-rich-quick overnight type of thing. You've got to get the skill set. You've got to learn. You've got to go through your trial and error. And one of the biggest things with being a foreign exchange trader, you've got to be a risk taker. But if you've already been an entrepreneur, it was easy for mm-hmm. me because I've already been an entrepreneur, so I'm used to taking yes. risks all the time mm-hmm. in different areas. So going over to learning about becoming a day trader is really it was really easy for me but once you perfect that skill you can become rather wealthy quickly once you're perfected with it and you have your strategy mm-hmm. wow that's that's it okay i like that i like that miss mm-hmm. robinson give, yeah. give us some of your mm-hmm. give us some of your your, your top tier values that give you the energy to keep going well, number one is God in, in the Holy Spirit. Uh, that's what gives me the energy to go and, and do what I do on a daily basis because without him, I couldn't do it. And then, um, you know, it sets me up. And then after 
after all of that, um, just really knowing what the goal is, what 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 the goal is for life, uh, what the plan is, what I want to do. And one of the things I want to do, um, um, just like my sister said, I want to help the body of Christ, the kingdom of God. And also I want to open a transitional home. And also I want to open up a school. So, I mean, a school for our children to go into uh, where Mm -hmm. I'm not saying, and I I know that's another topic for another day, about the quality Mm -hmm. of education that our children need to have. So um, that's that's what drives me because if my business is successful, it opens up the doors. When you have money, you can do so many different things when you have money. I mean, you, you can really... Um, things can really happen when you have uh, a certain type of money. You can open a transitional home. You can you can build subdivisions. You can open up schools when or you know when you have that kind of money. So that kind of uh, that kind of drives me and give me the energy because I'm looking at some future goals. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I got mm-hmm. you, big brother. You yeah. want to chime in on that one? Oh, oh, of course. Um, this is so good. I'm just, just taking it all in. I apologize. But but what, what keeps me going is the fact of that there is more to be gained. Um, Jesus said, I've come that we might have life and that more abundantly. And yeah. somebody told us that we got to stop with the nice house and the nice car. So mm-hmm. So once we get that, we think we accomplished something. We think we've done something. Mm-hmm. Um, and th- until the Joneses get a bigger car. Come on here. Y'all know what I'm talking yeah, about. Yeah, yeah. So, so now we, we compete with the Joneses, whoever they may be, and bless anybody mm-hmm. whose last name is Jones. But, you know, just learning that is more to life. And, and as I said, a school, uh, I want to do a recreation center. I'm going to do a recreation center where people mm-hmm. can come and be empowered. So, so yes, yeah, so, so the finances is more than just, you know, for a house and a car, it's for the vision right. that God has put in right. you to fulfill. Mm-hmm. And so he needs to know he right. can trust you as, as, a, as a distributor of, that, of those resources. So that's the mm-hmm. skill set that we got to acquire that God knows he can trust us with a couple dollars. <laughs> you, you know, mm-hmm. he, you know, I forgive Phil a meal, he's not going to run off. Now, now he will take a cruise now. He's going to take me by the seven-day cruise now. He, he, he <laughs> is. Yeah, 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 yeah. But after that, then he's gonna come back and get to work. <laughs> That's powerful, brother. Yes, and we know it too. Yeah. Hey, this, this made yeah. we gotta uh, we gotta. I'm gonna be wrapping up in a little bit because I want y'all to minister to some people who may be listening. But before we do, normally I ask people questions and they don't want to tell the truth, and that's when my man would come on and say, "You can't handle the truth." But I guess we're not ready tonight. But let, let people, what is your synopsis of God and money? Because that can be a real tricky and uh, volatile subject. Because you see, you see them faces of some people during offering when they say, "Come on, let's clap it off," and everybody ain't clapping. You know, <laughs> some people, some people are mumbling and groaning because they, you know, pastor want me to, pastor want me to help put a lake on the uh, behind the church. I can't even pay my water bill. You know, people get the people get the crumbling and complaining about things. So how how do you see God and money, you know, with the backdrop of can they coexist in the life of a believer? And and I have to continue to preface it because the Bible does not say God versus the devil. The devil is nothing compared to money. God said the Bible said God you can't say God and mammon. It never said God and the mm-hmm. devil. You know, that's why yeah. I, I asked that question. So let's start with you, uh, Miss, Mrs. Orr. Well, the bottom line is this. God wants us to prosper. I mean, you got to think right. about it. Do, do you believe that you serve a God wants to see you struggling, not being able to pay your light bill? Do you think that that pleases God? See, a lot of people think that, you know, when I suffer, that's God's will, and he's pleased with that, but that's not his will, and that's not his design for our lives, and let me just go ahead and add on to, you said, well, the the church members sitting there say, well, why am I going to give my child to pay when my, you know, my water's off and my light bill's due, you know, baby needs some shoes, too, all that kind of stuff, well, I think that as a pastor, 
what we need to do, we need to use the resources and people we have in church. We need to empower our people. So we need yes, to give right. them, feed them the word of God, but then you want to be able to empower them. There's somebody in the um, church you teach them how to do resumes, you know, on a, on a uh, Thursday evening or something like that. Get a group together, go in there. So, there's someone who works at the local technical college, maybe talking to them about going taking up a technical trade. And my biggest thing that I'm really on right now is teaching them how to invest in the foreign exchange market because guess what? Mm. That doesn't discriminate on your age, race, your background, right. your yes. education level. You just need to be 18 years old to be able to go open you, you know, a broker account with a married trader, whoever you choose, who your broker is. But that's one of the biggest things. That's one of the ways that you need to empower your people because once you empower them, get that mindset there, give them the tools that they need to be successful and to prosper, then they can come back and be a blessing to the house of God. And they ain't got to turn their heads or put their heads down when you ask for tithes or stop coming to church or anything like that because you are empowering them. And that's, I mean, that's one of the biggest things that we're on right now. I'm teamed up with Jules Tanker, uh, Pastor Jules Tanker, being a pastor as well. And we are avid about spreading um, this about foreign exchange, learn how to trade currency to the body of Christ because it's helping people. It's helping pastors and it's helping their ministers. And that's why I say you've got to give back to the people. If they sitting there with their heads down, we need to find out why we need to solve it. Amen. Amen. Sandra. Amen. I I would say that it it is it's critical in, in the body of Christ. Um we have to change our mindset, number one. Um, I, I believe that exactly what Valerie said, that we got to have financial empowerment taught in, in, the, in the body of Christ. Because if they, one of, one of the biggest things that I can tell you, one of the number one uh, things that goes on in a household is about finances. You have so many uh, arguments between couples about finances. Um, whether you are married, whether you single, finances play a big part in your household. And you can resolve some of this stuff if you get educated on it. Because I think that it's also a generational thing. That's the second thing I want to say. Because it depends on how you was brought up. Um, some people are brought up, you just go out here and you get a job and you make your work. Right, right. You, uh, uh, you, you make whatever ends meet meet. But I go a step further. It, it's more than just making ends meet. You want to be able to go. I was just talking with someone today, and they said, um, I go out there and buy wherever I want to. I don't, I don't clip no coupons. I really don't look at the price when I go to the grocery store. So you want to have that mindset. You want to teach your kids at a young age. So I feel mm-hmm. like this should be taught in the body of Christ about money so they won't be ducking and dodging. You're just, if you write a check for $100 or $1,000, you won't be crying about, oh, man, I just gave my last bit of money. You will give it comfortably. You will be a cheerful giver. So I, I just feel like we need to be taught in the body of Christ about yes. money and finance, yeah, yeah. like Amen. like ASAP. Amen. Amen. Tonight has been wonderful. We thank God for what you've brought out tonight, positioned yes, to prosper. Yes. And some many, many of us have been positioned to prosper, and we've yet to grasp the reality that you're in the perfect place for God to prosper you. If you're on the bottom, he can bring you to the top. If you're on the top, yes. if you're on the top, he can bring you still higher because God is unlimited. Uh, but there are some people mm-hmm. tonight, if y'all can take a brief moment and just minister to them because they're struggling in their finances, but they're struggling in their mindsets too, and they're listening to us, and they say, "Yeah, that sounds good, but what about me? What I'm gonna do? What, what about this? What about that?" Uh, talk to them for a minute, uh, Big Brother, and uh, then we'll go on to you, ladies, to, uh, before we close tonight. Okay. Amen. Amen. 
when I'm getting in my spirit is really just to know that God is for you. That's that's mm-hmm. the key thing. The Bible says that God be for us, who or what can be against us. So you got to take that as, as, as word. Word is bond to know that God is for us, and he's mm-hmm. not against us. Now, we may be doing some things that's detrimental to our own selves, and we got to check ourselves. But the Bible says that he's come that we may have life and that more abundantly. That's like a promise. Mm-hmm. That's New Testament. Mm-hmm. Now, come on here. Mm-hmm. And then he said, beloved, I wish above all things, not some things, but all things, that you what? That you prosper. And conjunction, mm-hmm. what? Be in health, even as your soul prospers, your mind, your will, and your emotion. So you get some information, get some knowledge. Something you're interested in, we got Google now. We have no excuse not to know nothing. When we can say, hey, Google. Yeah. <laughs> so get the knowledge. Get the yeah. information that you need. Yeah. That, that, and But ultimately know that God is for us and not against us. Amen. That's good. Uh, Ms. Robinson. Yeah. Okay, I I always think about Psalms 23. The Lord is my shepherd, and I shall not want. And that, that is one of the key scriptures that I go to. And then God then give us the, the, uh, the spirit of fear, but power and love in a sound mind. We have to keep that. In our in our mind daily, get it down in our spirit to know that God is for us. He's not against us. Whatever you ask in Jesus' name, that He will give it to you. If you want uh, situations to change in your life, if you want to step out from your position, from your job, just know that God is with you. You just have to have a plan and trust Him to move out on the plan on on what you speak into existence. So you got, we got to come out of fear. A lot of times fear is what holds us back from doing a lot of things that we want to do in life. So I want to encourage everyone to step out of fear, come out of fear, and trust God and know that he got your back. He got your back. And do what you're asking God to do. And they do it. Amen. All right. Amen. Amen. Mrs. Orr. I think they pretty much summed it up, but I'm going to point out one particular thing to people. First of all, as I've said throughout this entire conversation, you've got to have a plan. You've got to get with God. You've got to have a plan. And I'm going to tell you, too, a couple practical things you need to do. You need to get a skill set. You need to have mm-hmm. some type of skill set. Now, whether it be a foreign exchange day trader like I am, or if, you, or, you know, if you're going to be a specialized doctor, if you're a gifted and talented artist, whatever your field is, whatever your expertise mm-hmm. is, wherever you want to pursue, you've got to get a plan because that's how you get out of the rat race because that's the whole, that's the whole issue, that people mm-hmm. are trying to get out of the rat race. People are struggling, sweating, toiling. Yeah. And they want to get away. They want to escape, but they think, well, how can it be me? It first starts with a plan. Find out what it is that you want to mm-hmm. do. Go after what you want to do. Let me give you a quick story. When I first learned about Forex, and I recruit for it now, so I'm a recruiter for online academy, but I also, we also day trade as well. I'm also a participant in it. But when I first heard this, I was listening to Christian television laying down um, in the bed, and I heard somebody talk about investing. And I thought, oh, man, what are they talking about stocks? Well, let me tell you something. Foreign exchange has nothing to do with stocks. Totally different. Uh, this is a $5.3 trillion a day industry. The stock market don't even touch it. But I heard that. And I was like, what is Forex? What is foreign exchange? I thought it was the name of a company. And I went to sleep, and I heard the word Forex in my sleep. And I was like, God, are you saying Forex? I got up. Now, let's start talking about the plan. And I got on my computer. And I researched what is forex. When I researched what it was and the potential in it, I began to form a plan, and then that plan began to carry out. So that's how it all starts. You start with a plan or a or a dream, and then you you get the tools, you do the research to carry it out. Yeah. That's what yeah. I did. Amen. Great. Amen. Wow. Listen, uh, wow. Wow. Listen, wow. Tonight, yeah. tonight, tonight, we've been blessed and ministered to. 
to my listening audience, we just thank God for you. Uh, position to prosper. No matter what you're going through, you heard what has been said tonight. Don't you give up. Don't you give in. Don't you doubt what you believe. Apply and bring yourself to a place of faith where you can believe again, where you can look up, where you can get up, where you can strengthen yourself and begin to move forward. All right? We thank God for you, Miss Valerie Orr. We thank you for uh, Miss Sandra Robinson. We just appreciate y'all yeah, tonight. Yeah, Big brother, the CEO. Yeah, yeah, Listen, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Amen. I'm I'm your host, Apostle John L. Solomon. My God, tonight yeah, yeah. they've enlightened us. They've yeah. shared with us. So, my friend, I just want you to be blessed and don't and don't you yeah. give up and you just move forward. Yeah. Get you a plan. The Bible said, where there's no vision, the people yeah. perish. And you have faith because without faith, it's impossible to please God. Yeah. And then I just want you to ask. The Bible yeah. said, you have not because you ask yeah. not. Ask. That you yes, may receive. All right, my friend. Yes, I thank yes, y'all yes. for being here. We're going to see y'all next week at 7 p.m. I love you. Spring from the Lions Den. Get your roar on. Good night. Right. Good night. Good night. Good night. Good night.